0: Welcome to another exciting episode of C.A.P.E. Chronicles.
1: Falcon Girl. Royale.
2: Remix.
3: quasi Finn Fenrir.
0: You crashing into them has definitely thrown them off course. Uh, you do bite into this penguin and you hear a Yeah and the entire line of them being led by this penguin you've attacked careens off and you see them like crash into a bunch of uh empty shelves. And you know there's they're still kind of going, but it seems like, at least momentarily The penguins are trying to get away from you, regardless of what uh, Christmas Steve is trying to direct them to do.
4: I'll take it. Yeah, so uh, Quasi does that, and then, like, he stops, uh, shakes his his head, and looks down at uh, the tiny little bullet hole. And then just glares, looks back up at the penguin, just... And I'm marking
0: angry. Alrighty, makes absolute sense. So, Falcon Girl... You've been reading the files. What role did you get for that?
5: I got a six.
0: Mm (laughs) Okay. And could you go ahead and read off the been reading the files move for me?
5: Sure. Been reading the files. You've learned about the superhuman world from through your mentor's resources. When you first encounter an important superpowered phenomenon, your call, Roll plus superior. On a hit, tell the team one important detail you've learned from your studies. The GM will tell you what, if anything, seems different from what you remember. On 10+, plus, ask the GM a follow-up question. They will answer it honestly. On a miss, the situation is well outside your base of knowledge. The GM will tell you why.
0: I think you do get a little bit of information. Uh, You know that Christmas, Steve and new year's Eve, they are holiday themed villains. And I think the reason why this is outside of your area is that usually their crimes are committed during that, you know, like that two month time period, of year. <laughs> yeah, that two month period between uh, December and January, because like you know, like other religions have different like like different sects of Christianity, like different orthodoxes have them have Christmas in January, you know, and it's just kind of wider range.
4: Man, Christmas the, is starting earlier and
0: earlier. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, right now it's like it's May first. Like, there's no reason why they should be here. And usually, they only had like, the jet ski before. They didn't have the penguins pulling them. So this is also new. Okay. Share what you know about this with Fenrir.
5: Um, so I think that what she's going to do is she's going to while standing next to uh, Fenrir, sort of, like, click on her communicator so Fenrir can also hear what she's saying. And she's going to be like, this is a really weird time for them to be out. I mean, usually they're acting up during winter, but now, I mean, we're in the spring. I don't know what's going on with that. I don't know why they have penguins now, too. That's also new. So... I
1: think, funnily enough, I think I broke my communicator last episode.
3: Yes, you did. (laughs) did. Oh yeah. So I'm not hearing that. And luckily,
1: I don't need to know about how Christmassy Christmas Steve is to punch him in the face. Um, (laughs) Notably, I'm also angry. (laughs) I'm I'm taking angry as a condition. Um, And I think after seeing just the mess that this has already become, I'm just going, Royale is just charging straight in and her only sort of like priority now is just to to to, to just wreck Christmas, Steve.
0: For sure. Uh, I would say for resolving the comforter support move, I would count that as opening up because you did let Fenrir, who's not on the team, know this information. So you can go ahead and... Clear a condition, mark potential or shift labels.
5: Okay, I'm going to clear a condition right now. Um, I'm going to clear angry. So now I'm just guilty, insecure, and unknown.
2: <laughs> since we're since we're on this topic of conditions, are my conditions cleared?
0: Uh, you were in the hospital, so I'm gonna say you also. You get one condition cleared from the hospital, and it mm-hmm. has been two episodes worth of time since you've been on screen, mm-hmm. so uh, you get two conditions you can clear from that.
2: Yay, I only had two conditions anyway. All right, well, yeah, you are feeling right as rain. Hell yeah, thank you, nurse.
0: <laughs> must be nice. I, like, I,
2: like, I, I kiss my finger and point it up at the sky like she's dead, but she's not dead. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, Royale, you run in at the point of Quasi jumping and biting at these flying penguins and see this lead penguin shoot Quasi Raptor, but they all start careening off. Ah. Uh. And you can hear, as you're rushing past, you hear Quasi starting to growl and looks looking like he's going to head in the direction of the birds. So you should have a clear shot at uh, Christmas Steve. What do you do? I... punch him
1: (laughs) I I run I bolt I'm like uh, so furious that like I've done nothing today and yet everyone is still mad at me (laughs) Um, I'm channeling all of that I've seen this person that I'm mad at but like I do deeply care a lot about um, fly through this window again and now this is the second time I've watched uh, a teammate of mine get hurt in this way so she's mad about that and she's just channeling all of that just anger and frustration about this thing because oh she's the only one who can do anything apparently and we're just gonna punch the shit out of christmas steve
0: (laughs) uh yeah that definitely sounds like directly engaging a threat to me go ahead and give me that roll plus danger
1: oh baby that's a 13. Ooh. I'm going to extra punch the shit out of Christmas Eve. Jeez. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Get wrecked. Right. <laughs> so on a 10+, plus, you can pick two of resist or avoid their blows, take something from them, create an opportunity for your allies, or impress, surprise, or frighten the opposition.
1: Um, well, I think I'm definitely going to take that fucking rocket launcher. What the fuck, Christmas Eve? <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then I think, um, just due to sort of like the severity of the blow and how fast it all happens, especially with, um, everybody kind of being surprised by the, the penguin incident. Um, I think she's also going to like startle both Steve and Eve.
5: The penguin incident.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, so you go in, you wallop on Christmas Steve And, uh, you see, he's still, he's more worried about trying to regain control of the, of the jet ski and get the penguins going where they're supposed to go. So you're easily able to just like come in and punch him. His mistletoe goes flying through the air. He's still like holding on. You see Chris, you see New Year's Eve like, grab on tighter to him while still holding her martini. His face goes from, like, kind of a little pale to just crimson and just gets this scowl on his face. No, no, no! I'm not gonna be screwed up by you nonsense teens again! And you see him yank hard on the jet ski and the penguins just start flying through a whole bunch of shelves, both both empty or not. And it looks like he's trying to create a bunch of, like, roadblocks out of everything in the way to keep you all from getting to him quickly.
3: Has Roger gone? Has Remix gone yet? No.
2: Okay. You go ahead first. I have an idea. Uh, Okay, because I do not. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, actually, um, but uh, let's, um, so, where, where, is he currently, like, Christmas Steve, like, in relation to where I am? I don't even know where he is. Like, I have this idea in my mind that he's in the sky, but I'm like, that doesn't make sense.
0: Yeah, they are they are slightly above the ground right now. Uh, they are in the Macy's. That's got mm-hmm. probably about, like, 20 feet ceilings. But he's low to the ground, knocking through shelves and, you know, uh, clothing racks and display stands, all just trying to create this big mess in the way to block you all from from him. And uh, I think at this point, you had gotten to the entrance to the Macy's and can see this. This is still kind of near the front of the store in relation to the inside of the mall. And he's maybe a good, like, 30 or 40 yards down, just having been blasted in the face. You, you see the big punch in the face by uh, Royale, mm-hmm. and he's, like, flying, veering off, and you can see Quasi starting, you know, running after, trying to get uh, another bite of chicken.
5: <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay. Um, I am... You know what? I'm going to try to... Assess the situation to figure out a good move. That is my in-game excuse for why I don't know what I want to do. Yeah, absolutely. Um, let's do that. And I have... That is... Plus superior. It's good. It is a 12.
0: Hell yeah. So you can ask two from this list. What here can I use to blank? What here is the biggest threat? What here is in the greatest danger? Who here is most vulnerable to me? And how could we best end this quickly?
2: I am going to ask first, what here can I use to get that penguin in the front? And then my second question is, uh, how could we best end this quickly?
0: so far you from what you can see you you had heard a big scream and a, no 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 from earlier before the sound of a small gun being fired <laughs> <laughs> you get kind of the idea since the penguin in front had a gun that it might have been that penguin that fired it off and another animal that speaks, you might be able to talk it at least into giving up. Mm. Hmm. As far as best ending this quickly, I think you remember from encountering them before, I believe they were one of your team's first fights. If you can knock one out, out or get one to give up the other will give up pretty quickly as well so uh, if you focus on one of the two or can manage to get them in a position where they don't have an advantage like right now they've got an advantage having the penguins and the jet ski and their various holiday themed weaponry but if you can take away their biggest advantage, which is the speed of flying around on the jet ski,
2: you've got a good chance of getting them to surrender and give up. I gotta respect the branding consistency here. Um, so yeah, I think uh, that's um. Okay, I think I'm gonna try to do some Home Alone type shit. So, um, so I'm gonna try to as they're like going through. And, like, knocking over displays, I'm going to try to, like, find and fashion together, like a, like, a rope scenario that I can tie to a thing and pull it up at the last second and have them run into it um, in classic Home Alone style. Um, and so I'm going to try to do that.
0: All right. Uh, you're trying, definitely trying to reshape your environment with this? Go ahead and... Mm-hmm. Uh, Roll to unleash your powers, plus Freak.
2: Okay. That is... That's
0: uh, an eight. Alrighty. Uh, so, on the seven and nine, you can mark a condition, or I will tell you how the effect is unstable or temporary. Hmm...
2: Tell me how it's unstable. So, I think your plan
0: goes off, but not in the way you were expecting. So, you've got this, like, rope tied around one of the various uh, fixtures in the Macy's, right?
2: Mm -hmm. And
0: you pull it up right at the right time, but it gets caught on the steering wheel of the jet ski. So you've got a hold on it and a piece of the fixture kind of rips off. So you're holding them for a second and the, the piece breaks and Uh you're able to grab onto the piece of fixture that broke. So you're kind of now much as the penguins have harnesses on them Uh and are pulling the jet ski you are now being pulled by that combination. So you've kind of, you've slowed them down by your weight adding more to what they need to pull. But they're still flying and you're kind of being flown behind them through the air. Dang. But you still have a hold on them to potentially do stuff later.
3: I think Fenrir seeing the slowdown decides to take his uh, moment of advantage and he's going to look at uh, Falcon Girl and be like, you're okay, Right. You're good?
5: Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm okay.
3: And then he just blinks out, does like a double jump to get across, and um, he's going to try to unleash his powers because he's going to try to teleport like on above the, um, the jet ski, summon these two like, uh, they look almost like short swords made of shadow, and just stab into the um, jet ski to try to disable it.
0: I know you're trying to overcome this obstacle, Mm -hmm. but you're also trying to deal the uh, jet ski damage to just kind of, like, break it, right? Yes. I think since there is the threat of if this does not go your way, you taking harm, I think this is more directly engage a threat.
3: Sounds good to me.
0: All righty. Go ahead and plus danger.
3: I rolled a seven.
0: All right. Well, uh, you trade blows. You're definitely going to deal damage to this jet ski. Uh, but you can choose one of resist or avoid their blows, take something from them, create an opportunity for your allies, or impress, surprise, or frighten the opposition.
3: Um, I think I'll take impress, surprise, or frighten the opposition.
0: Yeah. So I think what happens here... Is you come down on this jet ski, you stab your sh- shadow blades directly into this thing's like front end, and you notice as you're stabbing into them that even though the penguins were flying, this thing is currently running. And I think you see a look of fear come onto the faces of Christmas Steve and New Year's Eve. Each of them bail to the sides, one in, a, one in each direction. And uh, you kind of look down and the jet ski doesn't ram you into anything. You kind of see that and feel the heat from it at first. And the jet ski engine blows. Uh, you start flying backwards. Uh, go ahead and roll to take a powerful blow for me.
3: That is a five, because I do not have any conditions at the moment.
0: All right. Uh, Yeah, tell me how you weather this blow.
3: I think it's a moment of, like, sheer panic, because I didn't realize this was going to happen. And I, as I'm getting blown back, I just, like, teleport away and land, like, probably right next to, like, Royale on my butt. Um, And look up at her and just, like, go, ah... (laughs) (laughs)
1: She rolls her eyes
0: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, you all kind of see this uh, Well, Falcon Girl, you can hear it But the rest of you all kind of see this Explosion uh, Remix, you're starting to Fly right towards it But manage to Like, kind of like Duck and roll under So, like, kind of just right above you Is there's this boom And you can feel like Small bits of this jet ski kind of like fall and hit you, but it kind of careens off into another wall. Uh, the penguins are still kind of flying around, and you see, you all can see uh, Christmas Eve and New Year's Eve start running like they're going to try and like grab onto the singed remains of the uh, harnesses pulling the penguins that the penguins were pulling. Hey everybody, it's your Uncle Cliff here with some mid-rolls. How are you feeling? Have you drank enough water lately? Go get yourself a glass and a snack. I know you get cranky when you're hungry. Anyway, let's talk about some of the wonderful people that help make this podcast possible. I'd like to start off with our good Quasi-Raptor boy, Nick Uraseva. He's one of the creative heads of Project Derailed, the GM of Tales of the Voidfarer, a frequent player and maybe someday GM, wink wink, on Fables Around the Table. And he's the co-host of the new Cosmere & Coffee podcast. It's a discussion podcast about the works of Brandon Sanderson. He, along with producer and music man of Project Derailed Tom and Tom's brother, Mike, talk about all of these works every second and fourth Monday of each month. You can follow Nick on Twitter at several accounts at Nick underscore Uraseva, at Project Derailed, at Voidfarer at Table Fables Pod and at Cosmere Podcast. Hey, Nick, just a note. You're starting to sound like me with these mid-rolls. You need to tone it down, buddy. Only one of us can be overworked and underpaid here. Anyway, following Nick, let's talk about lovely Fiona L.F. Kelly, an accomplished writer and doting cat parent who's the other creative head of Project Derailed. She plays Ravnus on Tales of the Voidfarer and is the showrunner for, frequent GM of, and often player on Fables Around the Table. And Fiona is also one half of the hosting duo, along with Tom, a Big Streaming Pile, a show that reviews bad movies on streaming services. You can follow Fiona on Twitter at Fiona LF Kelly and at Big Next up, let's talk about our lovely Roger, a.k.a. Remix. He's a variety streamer on Twitch and can be found there at twitch.tv slash MrRoger, R-O-D-G-E-R been a frequent guest on fables around the table and be sure after you're done listening to this go check out session zero of fables greetings from hell for more of roger and maybe myself as well as other past seasons of fables you can follow roger on twitter at mr roger next let's talk about chelsea our great royale chelsea's the art director for project derailed the editor a frequent gm and often cast of Fables Around the Table, and is the co-owner of Plot Kindling Candles, a candle company making TTRPG-inspired candles. You can follow Chelsea on Twitter at CLREx4 and at CandlesPlot. Rounding out the individuals here who make this show possible, our lovely guest Maeve. Maeve has been an amazing guest who has been tons of fun to work with. Maeve's first Project Derailed appearance has been on Fables Around the Table Brass, which you should absolutely go check out. And Maeve is also part of the Third Floor Wars streaming gang. Visit twitch.tv slash thirdfloorwars, all spelled out. Uh, You don't want to put in the number three RD for third because it'll take you to the completely wrong thing. I know, I checked this earlier. Also, look out for Foxtail, spelled T-A-L-E, Games Podcast on all your favorite podcatchers. The trailer for their first season of The Curse of the House of Rookwood is available now. Be sure to go check it out. And you can follow Maeve on Twitter at jfox1180 and at Games Pod. Remember, T-A-L-E, not T-A-I-L. I guess I should talk about myself as well. You all know me. I'm Cliff. I'm the GM of Cape Chronicles. You know, it's a podcast you're listening to right now. I'm also one half of the Nerdcore hip hop duo 2D6, along with Voidfarer's Flapwing. Uh, we make nerdy comedy rap about anime, video games, pop culture, and the existential dread of being a content creator in the modern age. You can check out our bandcamp at 2d6music.bandcamp.com, as well as on Twitter at 2d6music. You can follow me at the Comic Sads. And be sure to follow Cape Chronicles on Twitter as well, Cape Chronicles. Uh, you can also follow us on Instagram, Cape Chronicles Podcast. And search Cape Chronicles, a Mask's actual play podcast on Facebook as well. Uh, finally, I'd like to give a big shout out to Ookla for their song, Superpowers, for our intro theme from the album, Super Secret. Superpowers was written by Rand Bolavia and Adam English. You can check them out on Bandcamp uklathemock.bandcamp.com and on Twitter at actuallyukla, spelled O-O-K-L-A. Anyway, thank you all for listening. It's so great to have you here. Knowing you all are enjoying the podcast is such a lift to all of us here. We really enjoy doing this. Uh, Be sure to check out the Project Derailed Patreon. Patreon.com slash Project Derailed. They're effectively what's know keeping us going and allowing such wonderful shows like all of the ones I mentioned and it's all been done a bare naked ladies podcast providing so much content every week for you all to enjoy Uh, also visit project for a link to our discord there's all kinds of stuff going on there like talking about bugs talking about all the shows that we have sharing pet pictures and just a whole great time like right now we're growing a tree You should absolutely come join the Discord and help water this tree so I can steal the apples. Seriously, I need more apples. Come water this tree so I can steal the apples. Give me the apples. You need to give me the apples. Alright, well, thanks for listening. Time to get back to the episode. Hope you all have a great day. Bye!
1: Oh no, the fuck they don't. (laughs) Uh, Not if Royale has anything to fucking say about that. Uh, I think she she charges for Steve in particular and tries to stop him from doing that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Go ahead and directly engage. See if I can punch the shit out of him again. Oh, Jesus
1: Christ, Steve's not having a good day. <laughs> I think that's uh, more different or 13.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, you run up, and how are you attacking him? Like, what do you do?
1: Yeah, so I think what happens is Royale is just, like, really focused on uh, n- maybe this time diverting, like, Like, she hit him last time, but this time it's more about, like, moving him out of position so that we can really, like, nail him later. Um, So I think she gets up and tries to, like, scoop him up and just, with all of her strength, throw him into Eve.
0: Ooh, I like that. Uh, Yeah, go ahead and choose your two from the list as you are, uh, you know, as you have earned from that excellent dice roll.
1: I feel really bad. I can't... I, I rolled a six and a four the first time, and then a double fives this last <laughs> time. And uh, danger is the only thing I don't have penalties on right now. <laughs> um, yeah, so I think I'm gonna create an opportunity for my allies. I know uh, Renix and Quasi are sort of not about Christmas Steve and Eve right now, but... Um, and then they—they've been so frightened. Yeah. Um. I—I th- I think I'm gonna—I'm gonna create the opportunity. Uh, do, I ha- is, do they have anything left to take from them? Their position, I guess.
3: <laughs> Their pride.
1: Their pride. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So let, let's let's do those too.
0: Uh. Yeah. So. I think what happens here, you've picked up Christmas Steve and are throwing him. And as he's flying towards New Year's Eve, he reaches into his bag and just throws out a whole mess of the Christmas ornament grenades. And just kind of goes, no, 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 I will not have this! As he crashes and the way you take damage from it since you scooped him through... Uh, Uh these exploding grenades kind of go off all around you and, uh, a few of them kind of like hit right in the zone, uh, Uh go ahead and take a powerful blow.
1: Oh no. Well, I hope, I hope what happens this time isn't what happens last time. (laughs) All right. Well, I'm rolling plus conditions. So plus four, that's probably fine.
2: <laughs> oof.
1: Um. Oof. <laughs> so, so that's an eleven. Oh
0: <laughs> Well. <laughs> uh, ten plus. You must remove yourself from the situation, flee, pass out, etc. You lose control of yourself or your powers in a terrible way, or two...
2: We should not come to this mall anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, avoided.
0: Or two from the seven to nine list of lash out verbally, provoking a teammate to foolhardy action, or take advantage of your influence to inflict a condition, give ground, your opposition gets an opportunity, or you struggle past the pain, mark two conditions.
1: Um, well, I don't think I can mark two more conditions. <laughs> Um, well, it worked real well last episode. I think, um, I think I'm going to lose control.
0: Yeah. So I think as these explosions start heading around you, at first you just fear, feel the searing pain of these things hitting you. All Mm. of a sudden that just kind of goes away. You stop feeling anything except intense anger. Like your body just kind of feels hot to the touch. Mm. Uh, To everyone who's looking on from Royale's tattoo, you can see this arcing blue energy just crossing all over them as if they were, you know, some sort of electrical conduit and you just see them flash forward just busting through all of this explosion, everything in the way and as the smoke is starting to clear you just see these blue flashes rising up and coming down and slowly you can see this ball of blue light that once was Royale just punching down and sinking into the ground with each punch. And uh, after a while, after like what feels like forever kind of looking at it, but it's just a matter of seconds, this panel is just staring into a hole in the ground. And I think just... Falling back, this arcing blue light fading, is just a picture of Christmas Steve and New Year's Eve just bleeding, bruised, dug, buried into this hole built by the force of Royale punching down onto them. And Royale, you kind of come to in a small crater in this Macy's looking at... (laughs) The bleeding, broken bodies of Christmas Steve and New Year's Eve.
1: Oh, fuck, I didn't kill them, did I?
0: (laughs) You Uh can't tell because the panel right now is flashing towards over-the-shoulder look of Quasi (laughs) and these penguins flying up in the air towards him trying to get out of here. The lead one saying, Move, 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 we gotta get out of here. (sighs) Uh quasi quasi is
4: going to still can try to like scatter and like stop them. And while he does that, he's like, do, do, do all of you talk? Falcon girl says, I can't eat things that talk. There's other rules too, but <laughs> as he's like growling through gritted teeth,
3: <laughs>
5: uh, Falcon girl is running in to assess what's going on with, uh, with Royale and uh, even Steve,
2: I think normally Remix would be completely like wrapped up in the in the Penguin thing in telling Quasi <laughs> to get the one for him. But I think just <laughs> seeing this absolute beatdown go down, I, I think I think he is now like, oh my god! <laughs> Quasi's yeah. been completely distracted
4: by penguins, by the way. as as big of a moment as that was like Quasi's like I might be able to eat you
3: (laughs) and I think Fenrir is just staring in horror going yeah this will be an easy assignment I know you can handle it everything's great (sighs) I need a new handler
1: (laughs) Um, I'm going to mark it afraid as as a note
0: (laughs) yeah absolutely fair
1: That, uh, Uh, that makes sense <laughs> th- th- things are bad in in the royale brain. <laughs>
3: yeah. Yeah, I think I would also mark hopeless. Like this this mission I'm on feels pretty <laughs> shitty at the moment.
1: Oh god.
0: <laughs>
1: Chelsea, oh, what did everything. you do? Oh
2: god.
0: <laughs> in order of making sense of everything that just happened. Quasi Go ahead. I'm gonna have you roll provoke someone since you're trying to get this penguin to acknowledge you and not just fly away in fear and also yeah. in your hope that you could get a snack. Uh, yeah. Go ahead and roll plus superior. <laughs> uh, okay. Falcon girl. My
4: superior. Go ahead and assess
0: the, the situation uh, plus superior. Uh, and remix. You said you're focused on the beatdown that just happened. Uh, yep. How are you engaging with the situation?
2: Uh, I'm just going to come over and like, it seems like everybody's kind of moving in that direction or at least Falcon girl is. So I'm going that way.
0: Alrighty. righty. Uh, I don't think we have a mechanical thing to issue there just yet. Um, and then
3: Yeah, I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to look at the situation there, realize there ain't shit I can do, and try to do some cute teleport moves to get to a penguin.
0: Uh, Yeah, (laughs) that you're able to do, so you will be able to go in. Uh, Let's go back to the top. Uh, Quasi. Quasi got a six. Alrighty. Uh, I think, you know, you're trying to get the attention. These penguins are scared shitless they are flying away and <laughs> you can hear the lead one he uh, don't don't tell them anything there's there's nothing that they nothing good's gonna come out of this we gotta go
4: like i think i think quasi was like is like swatting at them but he's he was more focused on asking the question so i, I don't think it actually does
0: anything <laughs> they are flying away Uh Falcon girl, what'd you get on your assess? Seven. All right. Uh, you can ask one from the list. What here can I use to blank? What here is the biggest threat? What here is in the greatest danger? Who here is most vulnerable to me? Or how can we end this quickly? Uh,
5: so honestly, my like, question is mostly like, uh, are they like alive? Um, so I guess like, uh, what here is in the greatest danger?
0: Right now, uh, since Quasi's not trying to eat the penguins and there are two very broken, battered bodies, uh, I would say it's Christmas, Eve and New Year's Eve are in the greatest danger. They are, from rushing over, you can kind of tell their chests are moving. They are alive, but it's very, like, haggard breathing. It is very, like, rasping, gasping at breath. So they will need medical attention.
5: Yeah, I think that she's going to um, use her communicator to call for for help and start to do like uh, some first aid on them.
0: Yeah, you request the the help and uh, you hear hollow falcon coming back. Request heard falcon girl. Contacting e- emergency medical services now to arrive at your lo- lo- location. And you are performing those, uh, chest compressions, making sure that you're, that they are staying alive as the BGS would say. Ah,
5: ah, <laughs> ah, ah,
0: ah. And, uh, remix, you come over, you see this communique get sent through and, uh, Falcon girl, I'm engaging in the first aid that she can. What do you
2: do? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to, uh, okay. So wh- where's Royale in relation to this?
1: I'm probably standing st- like still wherever I came out of fit, So I'm probably like standing near them, but, um, sure not really like like in shock
2: yeah i think like upon seeing falcon girl kind of immediately going into like first aid mode um and being like okay falcon girls probably got that and you know call is being made um will kind of turn his attention to royale and just be like um so that that happened You, um, you, you okay? And he'll, like, kind of, like, want to reach out, but second-guess himself and, like, just kind of awkwardly hold his own hand. Oh.
1: Um, I think Royale is still kind of standing there, sort of, like, um, motionless. Uh, her, her white gloves are, like, all bloody and stuff now. Um, her, her mouth is a little bit agape, sort of, like, uh, super f- fearful of, of what's happened. Um, and a, a quick qu- clarification for me, because I don't remember this. Um, I, like, have to pass out or run away if I take an additional condition after all of mine are met, is that correct? Yeah,
0: once all of your condition boxes are met... If there comes a point where you have to take another condition, that's when you have to uh, remove yourself from the scene in some form.
1: Okay, okay. So I, I am, I am full up on conditions. I just wanted to make sure I was, I was doing the game right. Yep. <laughs> um, but yeah, she's just like standing there. If if um, if she wasn't so afraid, she might be shaking in the moment. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Uh, Remix. This sounds like. One of the biggest uh, ways that you've gone after like comforting someone who wasn't a member of your immediate family, go ahead and roll Comfort or Support, mm-hmm. uh, plus Mundane.
2: Yeah, let's go for it. Um, fingers crossed. That is... It's a minus two on this one, so it's a six... You can,
0: if you want to, because no one's used any yet, use Team Selfishly uh, to bump that up. Uh, what that would do for you, you'd have to say how you're you know, ignoring the needs of your team to do this. Or, I know pretty much everyone else is busy, so I'm not sure of a way that they could add Team to this willingly. Or you could just take the miss and mark potential.
2: Now, nah, I'll just go ahead and do that. Um, I'm gonna say that it's, I mean, it's, it's, um, I'm just gonna take this because I feel like everybody else is already focused on other things and, um, I feel like it's important for at least somebody to check in on how Royale is doing now. And so, yeah, I just think that that's why I would probably do that. Yeah,
0: so I kind of see it almost as... It's not quite, but it's almost an unspoken faux pas being outwardly, like, vulnerable and warm towards Royale right now, so...
2: (laughs) Yeah, no, it's definitely read as a, a social faux pas, I think. Especially because, like, I mean was not included initially, I think, on the welcoming party um, at the hospital. So, yeah. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah. So, on a hit, they
0: hear you. Uh, Royale, you do not have to open up, but if you do, uh, you can mark potential, clear condition, or shift your labels.
1: Um, I want to open up. I'm. I'm thinking about how... How to do that. For sure. <laughs> um, the question was just, are you okay?
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess we can we can role play out a little bit more. Um, so, I initially kind of coming over saying, you know, hey, like, are you okay? I mean, I don't really know what happened between you and Falcon Girl, but, like, I mean, it seems like some there's some unresolved tension at the very least and i mean i don't know it just seems like if you didn't have somebody to talk to i just wanted you to know that you know you can talk to me um no jokes Um, this time i swear
1: i i think her her mouth kind of um like gapes a couple times like she wants to say something but it's like obviously very difficult for her right now um her eyes don't sort of leave the the scene of uh Christmas Eve and New Year's Eve and she just sort of um mumbles i i i didn't mean to it wasn't i this happened with her too i didn't i didn't hurt her i didn't
2: i mean uh, so like this happened with your fight with Falcon girl yeah oh I... I see... I... No, go ahead. I... I
1: didn't... I didn't mean to. I don't... I... It all... it all just stops, and then it gets hot, and then...
2: uh... It's okay. I mean, sometimes we just lose control, you know? And...
1: People don't almost die when other people lose control.
2: Yeah, I agree. I think that's that's the difference between us and other people, I suppose. Us being heroes, you know? So, like... I mean... Obviously, I believe you. That you didn't want to do this. But, I mean... For a second, it kind of... You know, just people can... Question. I guess your rationale behind some of these things. And I guess that's, I know that I'm not trying to intend anything by what I, I, you know, just, I don't want to read into intentions. And so I think that other people just don't necessarily do the same for us. You know what I mean?
1: Um, I think she's going to turn to him. And even though she's wearing like, um, the mask over her face, um, remix can see how like, deeply terrified she is um and she says do you think they're gonna think i did this on purpose
0: that wraps up this issue of cape chronicles cape chronicles is powered by masks a new generation masks was written by brennan conway and is published by magpie games visit magpiegames.com for more information on how you can create your own superhero stories in halcyon city our theme song, Superpowers, was performed by Ukla the Mock and written by Rand Bolavia and Adam English. Be sure to join us every first and third Wednesday for more superpowered stories and heroic hijinks. On behalf of Project Derailed, I'm your GM Cliff, and we'll see you next time.
1: Project